the Minnesota Football Show, your regular dose of smart, socially aware, and occasionally snarky news and commentary about local, national, and international soccer. The Minnesota Football Show co-hosts are Bridget McDowell and Sheila Reed, produced and co-hosted by Rodrigo Sanchez Javeria and Eric Silva Renner. You can follow the Minnesota Football Show at Show on your social media platform of choice. Subscribe to and rate the Minnesota Football Show on iTunes. Welcome to another edition of the Minnesota Football Show. The whole crew is back today. Uh, Welcome to a new year. Welcome to more daylight. Welcome to finally getting some sort of snow for some of you snow lovers out there in Minnesota. And um, welcome to the era in every year where I whine and complain about the oppressive whiteness falling from the sky. I am Rodrigo Sanchez Chavarria, one of your amazing co-hosts. I'm joined by my two amazing colleagues, Bridget and Eric. And let's just do a quick check-in. Who wants to go first? Take it, Bridget. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm here. I'm vertical, <laughs> mostly, laying in bed right now, as we speak. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's been a pretty boring, uh, month. It's been four weeks already. Yep, four weeks. So, yeah, just hanging out, semi-paying attention to soccer and other things, and uh. Yeah, nothing. I got nothing. Just enjoying those wonderful catter days that are every day now, right? Yeah. She's going to be real mad tomorrow when I go back to the office. I just got to sit alone. What was the name of the documentary? We watched the cat one yesterday. Hold on one sec. I'm coming back. The the Mind of Cats on Netflix. The Minds of Cats. Excellent. Very good. Nice. Nice. Very funny. And interesting. I think in the past month, I stepped on my cat's, one of my cat's body parts, at least like every other day. So I'm pretty sure the cats hate me. But, Probably. You know. They they forget pretty quick. No, it's just, just they always get in between while I'm walking. It's like mm-hmm. it's like FOMO, like their fear of missing out on whatever I'm oh, doing. Yeah. Um, like... This one's currently, she followed me in here, and I think she's curled up under the bed, which is an <laughs> odd spot when I'm on top, but it's fine. Well, um, Eric, how are you? Did you my number one question? Did you make yep. it in time to do your your music lesson after that? <laughs> I did. That was on Tuesday. I was uh, a little tipsy, and it still went okay. But it was yeah, I did. Yep. We the context here, listeners, is we had a little men's group, dads group get together around the fire. Um, no, some... no, 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 no. Nubia was there too. She joined That's true. too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nubia, Nubia was was holding it all down. Really, um, it was a really good time, and I, I kept extending it. Like originally, the lesson was was going to be like five, right? That I extended it to five thirty, and then I pushed it to six. Like we got to go. <laughs> it was tight. No, it was fine. Um, yeah, I'm I'm still in ski gear here. We just got done. Good workout. Got. A little was it six six and a half k shooting for five so that was good uh my coach son is is actually on a ski trip in michigan right now so my main coach is out so i got coach daughter who's also very good 
Um, and then just hit a whole bunch of laps, and it was a good one. Yeah. Nice. And snow is coming, Rodrigo, so we're going to have a little bit more finally. But we're already, like you said, you already mentioned it, like the light's coming back. We're already like on the opposite side of things here, just with climate change and your El Nino situation. So like we'll have like a week, if that, or a few days of like some really cold temperatures, and then that'll be it. It's over already. How are you? You ready for the snow? You ready to come out and ski with me? I put you up for no. a challenge. No. All in motion. Let's go. I'll go sledding. <laughs> the only reason you catch me outside at that bonfire was because there was a 2013 wine that we opened up. Oh, that was good wine. And like we finished that. And I don't think, yeah, the one thing of wine's dangerous for me. Like I'll drink some. And the next thing I know, I don't remember what happens. So I learned a new grape. That was uh Bobala. Bo Bobala. Yeah. Yeah. And I never had that one before. Very yeah, good. Neither did I, but you know, Nubia doesn't like red wine. And it was just going to sit there another 10 years and I wasn't going to wait 10 years to open it up. So um, it was a good time. It was a good time. Yeah. yeah. Maybe the, the thing we can do is uh, you can attach a rope to my to my waist and put your skis down and I'll just pull you across. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll just like we'll just we'll just clothesline everybody it'll be chaos <laughs> i mean as long as there's a bottle of wine involved in it somewhere i'm pretty sure you can catch me outside i mean we'll, i'll we'll, go sledding i'll go sledding for sure i'll do that we'll, br we'll bring the uh the wwe element to theodore worth park yeah that's right we'll just you know i'm gonna jump up you know we'll just i'll just hide behind hills and just jump at people elbow drop people uh let me know wh what your path will be, and I will be around with a camera, catch you <laughs> coming around the corner or something. Right, and then the park police mm. will come after me. It'll be great. Right, yep. right. It'll, yep. it'll be great Benny Hill content. Right? <laughs> I'll just you know, I'll just follow them around. Actually, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Re replay it at like two x time. <laughs> yeah, just like just like at the speed these people should be listening to a podcast. Two x correct. Time. That's, yeah. it, we'll use it as a new cold open. I don't that's know. Right. Just... <laughs> that's right. That's uh, right. Uh, you know, one thing we could do too is they have um, you can rent the uh, fat tire bikes and do the trails. Yeah. So that that could be a fun thing too. But anyway, should we jump into this thing? Let's do it. Well, let's start with uh, Minnesota United putting out some cryptic social—not really cryptic, very direct social media that uh, the I, I can't even remember everybody's name, but the. The assistant coach, what was his name? Help me out. McCauley. Thank Sean you. McCauley. So he decided to move on, and um, now they pulled up. Again, help me. Uh, Cameron the, Knowles. Thank yeah, you. The dos, dos the choose, one, right? Yeah, the Dos Loons. The Dos Loons, yep. And, yeah, it's kind of – there were some reactions, <laughs> to, to say the least, throughout the uh, Wonderwall, and I'm sure I'd imagine on – Twitter X whatever I was mostly oh, looking at Instagram. Yeah. Go ahead, uh, take it. Was, it, it was it was the same stuff. It was everywhere. I think my favorite was how many season ticket holder points does it cost to be manager for a day or something like that. <laughs> um, so, I win that one. I win that that's one. Right. Well, that's what I said. Like Rodrigo, now at this point is 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 on deck. I think that's right. <laughs> the yeah. interim to the interim to the interim. That's you. I think I think what they should do, and this would be a great great campaign, Minnesota United, and please uh, listen to this podcast and then give me all the credit about this. Is like, you know how like in Congress, everyone has like a voting booth, right? You can press a mm -hmm. button, right? All season ticket holders, right, should get a little machine 
right? And when it comes to substitutions, right? When do you want to sub? <laughs> Everyone takes a poll. We take a poll. We all vote. Who do you mm -hmm. want to come in? And eventually, whoever comes, he comes in. And then there we go. You know, run it, but coach by committee. Coach by committee. Coach by committee. <laughs> What could possibly go wrong? Right. <laughs> hey, if Eric Winalda can coach a team via via the internet, that's I mean, that's true. Mm. If you can Anyone. coach on Skype, you can yeah. you can coach with the a little voting machine. Exactly. Yeah. So let me ask you guys this, because okay, two sides here. So the the one guy with the the Arab name that I cannot think of right now, old boys coming in uh, for the new job, and so on a certain level. You know, he, he probably has people in mind. He's doing his reshuffle. Um, and, and so there's one side narrative of this that's saying, you know, there's nothing to be too concerned about because with the new uh, right. CEO, whatever, he's bringing in his people and it's just going to be fine, whatever. Okay. On the other side of that, <laughs> it's just the general panic, chaos that we've been used to for much longer than MLS time going back to NASL days. So I don't know, a decade and a half, two decades. This <laughs> is more the same. Um, where do you all land with, with these two things? Or is, it, or is it somewhere in the middle maybe? Well, I mean, we, we know they're, they're looking at coaches. So the interim role is just to kind of uh, bridge the gap as they kind of work into preseason here. So I, I mean, it doesn't really matter who your interim is if you're bringing on a new head coach. And it's not like they threw in some some random guy. It's someone who's been with the club for a while and has and has worked with some of the players. Um, I mean, he's Knowles has been kind of a behind the scenes guy even before he was coaching the uh, the twos. So, um, you know, he's not just some lower division coach bumping up to to help him out he he's been with the club for a while and again it is temporary um and i i haven't spoken to the club recently but i know the wonderwall statement that they put out shows that those members actually went to the club and asked about um kind of the process yeah. and um put out that statement that said yeah they they're actively looking they're just kind of keeping it um keeping it quiet for now so that we don't we don't all get into, you know, the discussions that we've had about Portland and and DC and every other club that's looking for a coach right now. They're keeping it kind of quiet, and I think partly because everyone's kind of scattered. You know, the CEO wasn't even in town until recently, the last couple of weeks, and um. So he is here now. He's supposed. I can't say for sure that he is because again, okay. I haven't been in contact with the club, but he was that the last statement that we heard from them regarding his time was that he would be in Minnesota working in the offices by January. Okay. Um, and as far as I know, that hasn't changed. So he's, he's fully integrated at this point and no longer working in England. Um, Khaled El Ahmed, by the way, I just want to make sure we get his yeah. name out. Since, yeah. <laughs> instead of calling so, him the, the Arabic sounding name guy. Yes. Khaled El Ahmed. <laughs> there you go. So, yeah, it's not like we're, we're in the same place we were two weeks ago, yeah. uh, which is the same place we were four weeks ago, essentially. Yeah. Um, and I mean, it, is it ideal going into, I mean, media week, as I just Thursday. put on your calendar is coming yes. up Thursday. Um, that's with the, the whole league, um, down in Miami, but 
right uh and and preseason reports players report in what three two three weeks something like that so um ideal no but it's no less ideal than it was from from the beginning when Heath left right so um i, I, like, I, like, I like this take so you're you're, you're more on the optimistic kind of things are moving side of things i like it yeah i mean we we know things are moving am i sure that am i real optimistic about what choices they're gonna make not necessarily but i don't think that this <laughs> is a, like i was not at all surprised to see that headline this week that yeah. macaulay had moved on why would you stay at that point i like, suppose i mean it's it sucks that he chose that it's kind of a weird time to leave. Be like, oh yeah, we we all report in like three weeks. Actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna go report somewhere else. Um, and I haven't seen what, where that is yet. But um, again, I've kind of out of the loop here. But um, yeah, I don't think it's 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 the same stuff. Insert different name. We're in the same. Nothing's changing essentially in their process. So. That's reassuring. I I just needed you to like <laughs> sing me a lullaby here, <laughs> Bridget. <laughs> no, I I think there's a couple of things too. Is like they can't, you know. I think this is the first November or the first winter phase that we have not had any watches in a sense of who might be looking for because we don't have anyone. We we don't have a coaching right, staff keeping, to be able to. Everything's quiet, so we don't mm. really know who's. Who's and I don't expect it. I don't what? expect that to to um, you know. I don't expect that to sign anyone until the summer window. To be honest with you, if it's just because there's no there's no time, maybe in my opinion, to be able to do any of these different things. Rushing no, and away. what and what player is going to want to come into this? Right, right? you have mm -hmm. no idea what you're. It's it's not even like you know when they first joined MLS and you had the coach and everyone in place months before. And even that we felt like was a pretty quick turnaround, but yep. that was like five times longer than this. Um, so you kind of had like something to go off of, but yeah, I don't think there'll be, they're, they're dealing a little bit. I mean, they're, they're loaning players out. Ethan Bristow was loaned um, back to a, a lower division club in England um, to get some minutes. We've got, uh, there were a couple others who were loaned out as well. Um, yeah. So it's not it's not like everyone's just hanging out on the on the roster unattended, you know. So if they're transferring out, I think there's a chance we might see someone transfer in. Is it going to be a big name? No, I don't think we'll no, see that. I don't think so. until until at least that summer transfer window, like you said. Yeah. But and so that's that's the way that I'm I'm thinking is like we we won't really know. Um, whether Lewin's the kind of Loon team that we have until second half of the season um, when those moves can be made. But I, I think we have, like, to be honest with you, we have a decent roster. And with the re-signing of Will Trapp, um, I think... And, as much and as all people, the guys who yeah. all the guys who came in mid season last year who are now mm -hmm. getting a full preseason. Yep. We've and we've never really had a great winter transfer window. No. So no, it's and I think <laughs> Like why start now? <laughs> We're all about summer, baby. Don't do it now. But that, that's the why thing too. Is like now. that's why I'm like I was like yeah. I mean like the MLS is is a legal parody. 
And uh, you know, yeah. that's the thing. It's like, you know, it's like you can you can go on a 10 game winning streak at the end of the season and still make it into the playoffs, specifically now that they expanded it to where it is now in the West. It's it's not hard to be is, a mediocre uh, team, mediocre team yeah. and make it into the playoffs. And you can also be a mediocre team and lose like we did. So I think as long as the majority of the roster is intact and we get a healthy Robin Lud, which looks like we're doing, um, I think we have, you know, I, I think there's a small pieces that need to be put into into play and, and we'll see how that works. But until then, you know, we'll just have it's, to ride it out as it is. So and also staying away from firearms and courts. <laughs> I hope. I okay, so <laughs> I watched a Reynoso IG live event and where he was talking to other people in another car and he was out in a car in one of his neighborhoods with a bunch of his friends and his and I'm like, Am I gonna see a weapon being branded out one of these times in IG? And no, but they were just so talking about music, but I was like, Wow, I was like, Okay, all right, so he's staying out of trouble in some sort of sense. But he's got a posse mm-hmm. that goes at least eight people deep from what I saw from that IG live and I was like, Whoa. I was like, Yeah. That sounds like someone who has lots of connections down there. So we'll see what happens. But it looks like he's happy. He's got a new girlfriend. So All right. So. Well, uh, other stuff in the league where there have been some moves and watches, as they were. Um, some big names with keepers moving in, guys. Uh, Hugo Loris coming in for LAFC and Zach Steffen moving to Colorado. So some pretty big names there. Um, you were just telling me, Bridget, that Crapo might be moving to – what was it? Uh, Portland? Portland. Yeah. Sounds like he'll move to Portland. Um, if you bring in a guy like Hugo, Crapo's mm-hmm. not, not really going to be happy with the with right. the bench spot. So he's he's yeah. moving someplace where he can start. And I think he'd be a good fit for for Portland. So pretty cool. And all these other. Cycle them around. Right. Yeah, how many coaches vacancies do we still have? Um, DC hasn't confirmed yet. So that and kitty. Gato. There's a gato on this. The little white paws. I love it. This is Gato. And Rodrigo's cringing right now. (laughs) Just admit it. You love him. There's a few like. Yeah, well, let's, still... let's go down the list and you tell me if they if they have been and see if you remember because uh let's go here. Well uh Montreal needs a coach, but um Adnan Losada is not gonna be the coach anymore. Um Charlotte FC um needs a coach. Christian Latanzio um right. DC United, Wayne Rooney quit. I'd love to have Wayne Rooney as a loon. As a, as a Sounds loon like coach. he just got thrown thrown out of uh, Birmingham, I mean, too. that oh, was his third job in, yeah. like... Bruce Arena's got to... <laughs> Bruce Arena's got to be able to be in some sort of, like, re- rehabilitation, but I'm pretty sure they just make him watch something, and then that's it. Um, they, the Rapids, they, keep a, they keep a training video queued right. up in the league office. I'm sure he has his own file too. You know, this one is for Bruce Arena, <laughs> and it's all like 1980s uh, style video. Um, <laughs> this is the one that I'm kind of interested. The the Rapids, like uh, Robin Frazier. I would love to have Robin Frazier. 
yeah. right? Um, right, because like their incoming coaches, Chris Armas, Phil Neville's going to be in, in um in Portland, so that makes sense. So weird. And John that Herdman, you know, Bob Bradley is out of a job, which is weird. Um, right, and and yeah, let me see. Frank Copas is going to be the new coach for Chicago Fire, right? Um, and um, the incoming coach is uh, Sandro Schwartz for the Red Bulls and Struber <laughs> and all the other people in Troy and all them um are, are gone. So like. There's still spots that need coaches. This is so, so weird. Get your resume at home, right? Like, would you would you mind having that Losada as a coach? I don't know. You know, eh. he, I mean, sure. he hasn't he hasn't done great I in the I'd, league, I'd, but no, he hasn't. Yeah, mm-hmm. I I think I'd rather take Robin Frazier. Yes, yep, I would take Robin Frazier on a heartbeat. Yes, you know, you know, he's a he's a good community guy wherever he is. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And his philosophy is a lot like the the current system, at least with you know a lot of the players that we have. So um, let's go ahead, Bridget. Yeah, it's it, it's going to be interesting, and it I think it helps that there's so many other clubs dealing with that. I I think that's part of the reason things have been so quiet here, mm-hmm. um, and and. At this point, it's pretty quiet with all of those other clubs, too. I mean, everyone is linked to, to someone at some point, but um, it's kind of a weird scramble with, you know, coaches re-entering and, and only so many spots now still open. Um, so I think there's just less uh, less discourse around it publicly than we had early season when it was a lot of big names open and a lot of big spots to fill. So, um, yeah, I mean, they're everyone claims they'll have one by preseason. So stay tuned for stay tuned. You know, the next two weeks as they all scramble. Wait. and Right. Well, let's shift to uh women's footy for a second. We can maybe do these together. We can, uh, I'll throw to Rodrigo for a while talking about <clears throat> Gotham kind of turning into the U S W uh N T so take it away. They signed how many players? I think four Rose Lavelle, right, was one. Yeah, Crystal and Dunn. Crystal Dunn was another, which any team on Crystal Dunn you automatically like you know, you're guaranteed a playoff stop for sure. <laughs> uh, yep. and then they had Sonnet. Yep. And and the Spanish. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. So like Player. they they literally just turned like it's it's nuts. Like yep. um like when it was basketball season when LeBron and all of them decided to go take their talents to Miami, it feels like everyone's taking their talents <laughs> to <laughs> everyone's taking their talents to Gotham, right? Yeah. But the thing is, you know, um that's the thing though, right? Cuz like everyone's taking their their, their talents there. But this is the same play that Gotham is also has some things that they need to do. Like, you know, finally um, have a parade for their team. That's, yeah, seriously. <laughs> um, they did take, I, I was kind of impressed, the, the Spanish player, 
uh, Tierna. I was going to say Esther Gonzalez. Is that? Yeah, and Tierna Davidson went from Chicago to over there, I think. Yeah, so that's yeah, the other one. Yeah. That's a forward. That's the U.S. Um, women national team squad, literally, in there. Um, I was really then, impressed with. Yeah, go ahead. No, you go ahead. I'm. I was trying to look for something, and I'm not finding it. So go ahead. <laughs> yeah. No, that. I mean, that's just. That was just an amazing switch of people, I think, you know, and there's people going to Liga MXs and then the um, Mexican-American, I forget her name, uh, is it Jessica, uh, Houston player who is now the top top paid player in WSL who actually didn't go through the typical ways of paid. I remember seeing that article come out. Yeah. Now, um, now, now is literally the top player, the top paid player in the WSL. I think that's great, but there's also players going to, the the openness of players rotating uh between leagues have been better than previous years. Um I was just watching um some uh Liga Femenil and um it, it's no punches being held. I saw a bunch of punches being thrown between Cruces and the Cax. Uh it's not um you know the talent is there and it's looked to be able it's fun watching. I'll tell you that much, but just having the openness of just having more 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 transfers between those clubs, well, those leagues has, has been really good. Uh, and um, hearing now that um, uh, Sam Kerr has somewhat officially uh, tore ACL um, is is devastating to hear, just because of um, just because of what's going to be we were all expecting to as as a derby between. Her and her um, significant other being able to play against each other and that won't be happening. But it's just overall, I mean, there's so much, so much going on in that in that area. And and the reports in which like the amount of money that women's soccer has been creating as of you know lately with these last couple of tournaments um, has been really promising as to uh, where we clear the gap, but we still have lots of places where there still needs to be a lot of, you know, looking at Jamaica, looking at other places, uh, Colombia and other places where like it needs to be um, more equitable than it currently is. So we'll see, but exciting times is transfer wise. So. Yeah. Um, what I was going to point out was, so Crystal Dunn and Tierna were announced the same day, um, but Gotham, Gotham took the step of having both of them announced um and Tierna exclusively announced on the CBS morning show, like the national news. Um, so they went down there and uh, got to officially be announced. But um, it was it was a pretty good conversation about uh, the game and and kind of the growth of of women's soccer too. So um, they're they're not just dropping the names; they're you know they're putting it out there and and hopefully uh kind of ramping up to a slightly better uh community aspect to their season than they had last year um so it's i mean it's progress uh the marley foundation speaking of jamaica did you see that no i did pulled not, out of they're no longer supporting um the federation no longer financially supporting the federation they'll continue to help with like players yeah but not they're not happy with how the entire thing is being run so they cut their money 
yes, I saw a short snippet of some commentary on that, and yeah, and what a like how bad does it have to be like, and how much does it take <laughs> you to wake up to how you're running things when you know one of those orcs yeah. just pulls out and says, "Okay, you know, yeah, what? we're done, <laughs> we're, yeah. we're out." Just thirty, you know. The Marley Foundation should just start their own federation, and then I mean, they probably could. Well, they they said in the statement like they'll they'll continue supporting like grassroots efforts, um, you know, in in the country and and helping players, but they can no longer justify like being part of that organization. <laughs> it's right. like good lord. Yes. Um, I throw to you, Bridget. Uh, Aurora tryouts recently ended um any updates or news there <clears throat> no they nope. so two two tryout sessions done um it was a, it looked like a pretty solid turnout i know they sold out both of them um in terms of you know how many players they could accommodate um were pretty good sessions and they've got like 120 days or so um i lost track but you know uh, less than four months until players report um was this trials for things will start going fast were the trials held for mostly the the which both teams that they have they both they they're both of them yeah the both i was trying to zoom in some of the pictures that they posted on social media and i just couldn't tell who who if i recognize anyone but regardless i think it's you know it's exciting times you know Mm -hmm. it makes me think overall makes me think of summer and then that makes me feel good because exactly there isn't any oppressive whiteness falling upon me you have to embrace no, it, instead man. It'll be, it's a part it'll of be, you now. It'll be a full 100 degrees warmer at that time. That's right. <laughs> There's nothing oppressive when you become one. With the whiteness? With with, with the nevi. Not the whiteness, the nevi. You, you said whiteness. I heard I didn't, you say whiteness. I stopped myself. I said nevi. Uh, I'm going I'm <laughs> to I'm have to edit that and just loop it over. <laughs> be one with the whiteness. With the nevi. With the nevi. It took me a solid two decades, but I'm finally there. Um, should we? Uh, there's should we take a there's break hope here? for us all, people. That's right. There's hope for right. us. All. There's no hope for me. There's no hope for me. I man, like I remember when I first moved here, I I, I was like one of my things, like oh, I'm gonna learn to ski, and then it was just like two decades passed. <laughs> um, I just yeah, like sledding but... because it's accessible. That's it. Yep. You know, skiing, rental. I mean, like, I, t- I went skiing with my kids. It's like li- literally like $500 just to make sure. No, 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 no. Not for, yeah. down, not for uh, Nordic, rather. You, oh, you Nordic's to... different. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, that's what I was going to say. Skiing. Yeah. Downhill, no. Da- downhill, like $200, $300 just for the stupid lift. Come on now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, no, it's it's way easier for, for cross country for Nordic. Let's uh, do a little, unless you guys have anything else to add for the local stuff and do some internationals. All right, quick break. We'll be back. Hi, this is Lisa Watch, and no, you must be tuning because I am definitely not blessing your ears in this podcast. 
Anyways, back to the Minnesota Football Show. Welcome back to the second half of the Minnesota Football Show. It is the international news section. There's lots happening in the side of uh, Eurasia. Europe and all of them are in full mode of games after games. I think Barca currently is playing right now, which I think my son might be watching. But um, I just think overall, um, I was I was woken up by a bunch of texts by a bunch of people uh, do regarding the FA Cup. So that's going on in England. And um, it looks like other things are going on worldwide. So let's just talk about... Um, let's let's go ahead to, head to Brazil because there's some really interesting sure. news that we talked about oh, last time we recorded, and then we have to report as an update of the currently situation now. Just total novella, telenovela here with with CBF. Um, yeah, to to what Rodrigo was saying the last time we recorded, uh, the the president uh, Edinaldo Rodriguez had been cooed and kind of fired by just the, the little like whitey cabal of like extreme right-wing capitalist jerks um, because, you know, he's proud of his heritage and actually he, he did the, he did the whole uh, point doc for racism, funneling ample amounts of, uh, of necessary funding for the women's teams, both like the league and the national team, just basically being a functional uh, administrator and they're like, nope, that's too much. He's out of here. <laughs> um, so I, I, I can't even tell you over the over the three weeks that have passed, like who they stuck in as like an interim or whatever. But th- this is where the story just gets wild and kind of silly. The the Brazilian Communist Party, the Pese do Bay, <laughs> they step in and they actually took this to court <laughs> as a case and then represented Reginaldo Rodriguez. And they won. Uh, so earlier this week, I think it was Monday or Tuesday, the news dropped that he's back. He's president again of Semi-Effie. Oh, also worth mentioning that during that three-week period, uh, that's I think we talked about it. Oh, we didn't because we didn't record. But Ancelotti was supposed to, you know, come over and take over yeah. the Celeso no. from Real Madrid. <laughs> and... This is kind of speculation, but also a little bit of a, a head nod because, like, he made the deal with Rodriguez, right? Like that, he was his guy, and then Tbf he knocked him out, and he's just like, well, I don't, I don't want to come here if my dude's gone. So he resigns with Real Madrid for an extension. Now Rodriguez is back, but the Brazilian national team is still coachless. <laughs> so talk going back to the Minnesota United kind of situation. It might even be more kind of a shit show and drama over there like I, who knows what's happening um but at the very least you know the good guy is back he's done some amazing things and there, there was a joke i was reading some of the threads of the reactions of him coming back and it's like well we lost Ancelotti, but now with rodriguez back we'll get pep guardiola <laughs> so i i have my doubts there but kind of a kind of a fun reaction <laughs> I'm I'm looking forward for uh, for Wayne Rooney to become the new um, oh man the new new Brazilian head coach that'd be that'd be just all kinds of amazing and fun wow um, how many yeah how how long would he last there I don't know probably I give him three dates uh, three three games and then that's it 
That's yeah. yeah if, if he only makes it four weeks in what third division in England, yeah, give him maybe three games. Ah, <laughs> uh, it, it, it's just such a what do you call it? The uh, emperor has no clothes thing of just seeing like how the, the back end of that entire I, organization. I just love it that the ridiculous. communist party, yes, literally did like a like a like a case lock coup. Yeah, I can't stick people who created the first coup. Yeah, they're and like, they oh, we see, we, we see you and raise you. We raise you this coup, <laughs> and we sue you about the coup, so we can put our guy back in the coup, back in. I'm like, oh, great, this is great, this is great. Just and I'm pretty ridiculous. sure the guys that that originally cooed him out, they're gonna be like, we gotta figure out another way to kick him out because. Yeah, stay tuned. <laughs> Just like Bridget <laughs> said, stay tuned. <laughs> They'll be like, do you think they remember how we did this last time? Let's do it again. Let's do it again. Oh, God. Well, you know, one person that will not be taking over, who is a, a legend uh, as a player and a coach, um, Mario Sagalo, he passed away just a few days ago. He was in his 90s. But, I mean, th this will probably be the first and only time, listeners, you'll ever hear this. Um, this, this dude has four World Cups. Four. Two as a player, uh, 58 and 62. Uh, 1970, Mexico, he was the coach of the Selección. And then 94, he was Pajera's uh, number two assistant. Uh, just an absolute legend. And from everything that I can gather, pretty humble dude. Uh, I, don't, I you know, normally like throw shade and gossip at some of these people. I, I don't have any, anything really that I know of at least bad to say about him. I think he was a... He was a good family man. He was a really good coach, uh, a phenomenal player. Uh, he could he could float between uh, winger and striker. Obviously, when it became Pele's job, he moved a little bit over. Um, but yeah, uh, lived lived a long, full life, and you know, RIP. Sad to see him go, but I'm sure with all the different statues and and commemorations that Pele had, um, he'll probably have some. Big pomp and circumstance, some kind of celebration shortly, some statue probably, and just uh, a legend gone. RIP. Now the question is, will the statue be incomparable to Shakira's statue? That they did in her <laughs> <own time? laughs> I cannot say. <laughs> uh, he was one of these dudes too. Like the, I, I love that those these old school stories, kind of similar with Pele, that like you know, whatever it was, 30-some years at, at at Santos. Like, he had, like, a 20-some-year career, and he just bounced between Flamengo and Botafogo. That was his whole career. <laughs> that was it. It's nuts. Yeah. Uh, where do we head to next, Eric? Well, I mean, you, you kind of mentioned all, all the European leagues are doing their uh, domestic cups right now, and I just got it on my phone. Then, in fact, yes, Barcelona is playing – Barbastro in the Copa del Rey, which now I want to know where that place is. <laughs> where, where is Barbastro? Oh, uh, anyway, let, why don't you talk? They're in the Segunda Federación, so second, third division, Spanish league. Let's talk about FA Cup, though, just because, well, you, you can talk about the uh, Newcastle kind of giving uh was it Sunderland right they kind of gave him the finger in a lot of ways on their home turf um I want to talk about the big the the little guys because for me like 
these tournaments are always following the little engines that could. So <laughs> go ahead. Speaking of speaking of the little guys, I just yeah. googled Barbastro. Oh, please tell me. Uh, it's located. It must be the town or community in the autonomous community of Aragon. Oh hell yeah! Founded okay. in 1934, they play in the Segunda Federación or Group Two, holding home games at Estadio Municipal de Deportes with a capacity of 5,000 seats. I love it. Um, <laughs> and hosting Barca. Amazing. Uh, halftime Barca's up 1-0. Um, Absolutely love it. Yeah. So there's there's this matches little guy. Beautiful. Anyway. Thank you. No, that was that was a perfect interjection. Thank you for that. Rodrigo, talk about your uh, corrupt oil. It's <laughs> it's too easy. <laughs> I know, right? Santi does that all the time too. It's okay. I've accepted it. You know, you know. As I pump for my get for my gas at Costco, I have accepted it. Um, um, but uh, Newcastle. Beat their, um, their rival in the is it a weird, weird? I I can't pronounce this. Is it weird time or weird teen? Uh, derby since twenty eleven. Um, they, this these two teams are separated literally by like less than twenty miles. Um, but um, I mean this was just a physical match. Um. And it really was one of those where like people were testing each other out, and then and then Sunderland just kind of lost his cool. Uh, one of the PKs was literally someone being shoved down as they were dribbling. Um, and overall, like I saw a lot of like passion and a lot of um, bickering and. Just a lot of the shenanigans, it's shithousery that happens in a in a derby that's you know well established, and I think um, and I think the the way that Newcastle celebrated with the team photo at the on the stadium of of, of light pitch was just uh, was just the icing of the cake, and so um, so Newcastle moves on. Um, but didn't they to, didn't they like celebrate at, at like the the home goal like when all the fans were like throwing crap at him just to like yeah, rub it in no, like there was a whole... there's lots of that yeah because uh, it was a chaos it was chaotic um, yeah and but it's just overall it's just it's just it's just hilarious that that you know here's what we're gonna do right oh yeah we're going to just take a picture in the opponent's pitch that we beat them <laughs> and so. Um, so it's just it's just one of those things that it's just really 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 interesting to be able to watch and witness. And a lot of this game was just just took forever. Um, it was hard for me to be able to get onto it once I realized it was on a on um on ESPN Plus, and so that's when I was able to watch it. But then like today we like watched uh, um, Liverpool play Arsenal, and that was such a fun game, right? Right, Bridget. I wasn't watching because I couldn't get on to ESPN today. <laughs> they got it done. It sounded fun. They got it done. They got it done. They did. And then the funny thing is, is, is that they got it done, but at the same time, like it was one of those where like Arsenal hit the goalpost like twice, 
and what should have been goals in, and they didn't, and they didn't be able to to create and convert on those opportunities. But the first goal was an own goal, um, and after that, Luis Diaz just does Luis Diaz things, and <laughs> and and kind of happy for Luis Diaz for the for the. the situation that he was going for and um totally celebrated that goal as a serve to it and and you know uh the um the dislike of uh, arsenal in this house continues and grows and today it was happy and fed so well here's my story you guys are gonna laugh like these all sounds like sound like totally like made up robin hood names here um so the the big narrative i think of this whole thing is uh Maidstone United. They are in the sixth division. They play in the National North and South League. Um, they're moving on. Uh, they beat Stevenage, <laughs> who who beat Aston Villa, amazingly. And that was a League One side. Um, so I'm on BBC here just so I can get all this down. They say that, uh, let's see, where did it go? Oh, I just had it. Right. So this victory makes them the first six-tier side to reach the fourth round since, here comes another one, Kidderminster Harriers <laughs> in 2021-22, and the first National League South side since, ready for it, Havant and Waterlooville in 2007-2008. <laughs> I gotta love it, like. Love wow. these little things. There, there's a picture. It, it looks like the Powderhorn Bowl, Rodrigo and Bridget, of, of this team. Because, <laughs> like, people are sitting on the grass just, just like, I don't know, five feet right. from the pitch. <laughs> that's awesome. That, that's the kind of situation this was where they're hosting yeah. this League One team. And now they're moving on. Like, they could legitimately draw a Premier League team in the next round. <laughs> and I think that's, the, you know, this is what, We've made the argument for the Open Cup always, right? The FA Cup is sets sets a standard on that, and I think it's yeah. it, it's great. Uh, you know, tomorrow or Monday, uh, for those listening later, uh, Wigan Athletic and Man United play, and then you have the third round replays, right? The Luton's playing Wolves and Brentford, Birmingham, Hull City, Everton, Crystal Palace, right? And I think after the third round replays, that's where we go into um, quarters, right? I believe, and then then it's just you know win and go home, right? That's literally what it is, um, and you know it's the exciting part where you get to see teams like this uh, or teams like Rexham, who people follow. That's right, and, Rexham won too. Yeah, they got lucky, but they won. But yeah, yeah, yeah. and so that that's how that's how stories like that get 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 picked up, specifically now in an age where. Um, everything is accessible via the internet. People can support and and think people can watch and and get exposed to some things. And so, like, I love the FA Cup. I just got. I, I think we get. I uh, may not be. I may not be able to pronounce a lot of the teams, but I love the. <laughs> Dude, I can barely pronounce them. These, these look like made up words. <laughs> I mean, it's it's like Open Cup, but you get even further, further down. So much more history, and you're right. Some some crazy names. I was going to say, let's get Maidstone versus Barbastro hosted there at Allianz Field. There you go. <laughs> let's, let's, let's make that happen. Sherry, if you're listening, nice. let's do this. <laughs> right on. Not, That's all I got, folks. And not their second teams. We yeah, mean yeah. Bursty. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Right, right. And then 
Yeah. No, I mean, yeah. I mean, it's it's been you know besides that and the EPL, it's yeah, it's just one of those times where like everyone's in in uh, after um, holidays. Like, I don't know if I want to go back to work tomorrow after being able to oh, it's... take so many naps. I was just uh, whenever I wanted to. It's now, that, it's that time to. of year you turn on the TV and you see there's a game on and you have no idea who's playing, but you're like, all right, let's watch this. I won't or remember this later, but yeah. yeah, exactly. Or, That's or taking a nap while I'm watching. There you go. That's what yeah. I've been doing for the last month too. So, yeah, so yep. yeah it's Not it's bad. one of those. So tomorrow I gotta I gotta go back to work. Excited to go back to work in some sense, but also like I want a nap. You know, <laughs> I like napping. As I got older, I appreciate naps. Um, but yeah. I hope um, some of you get to take naps and some of the listeners are napping <laughs> while listening to this. If we put you to sleep, please let us know. I was going to say, crack your neck these here. <laughs> We'd like so to put know. On, put on uh, your Brazil jersey. Take a little nap. Yep. Like right you go. Yeah. Yeah. I'm actually looking forward to going back to work because I ordered some kits from like this shady place that looks shady. And I thought it was never going to be delivered. I emailed them like three times. I was like, yo, where's my package? And they're like, oh, yeah. I was like, here's the here's the, here's the tracking number. And I was like, oh, it's an actual tracking number. Holy cow. It actually is real. And I was like, <laughs> um, and apparently it got delivered through me at my workplace. That's why I put oh. the address down. So so I might be sporting new messed up kits, which, which me and Eric love, um, you know, sometime in the near future. So we'll see. Nice. Take a picture of that upside upside down swoosh or the or the two stripes. That's that's the good stuff. <laughs> right. Or like or like the, the, the name name of the team backwards. You know. I'm gonna. Yeah. Oh, chef's kiss. All right. I know. Right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, thank you, Rodrigo and Bridget. As always, it's great to see you guys uh, and listeners at Patreon.com backslash MN Football Show is the place if you want to contribute to this thing we do and we'll probably off the following week, but we'll see you in two and who knows, maybe we'll have a coach. I'm just going to put it out there. Float, float, float. We'll see. Who knows? (laughs) All right. Bye.